This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Program. Also, the president of Eagle Saving Nations, please go to my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org. We need to have another great awakening. We have to, to save the republic. I have with me again, evangelist, pastor, Paulette Williams. I've known her for many years, good friend of mine. She spoke for me here at the headquarters of World Ministries International. We're in our college chapel. It's a live audience, and she's going to be speaking again. Last week, if you didn't see the program, please go to my website, worldministries.org. You can go to Roku, our channel, or, or YouTube, or Rumble, and so many other places, and you could watch it. But uh, Hamas, you know, we're in troubling times. Um, Hamas, is it in the Bible? Well, the word is, yes. Uh, it, it's also a terrorist organization, but it is in the Bible. Um, the Hebrew word Hamas is a noun meaning an act of aggression. And it was the reason, one of the reasons for the flood of Genesis, the sins. Uh, significant for the reasons for the flood. Now, Hamas, uh, currently initiated, founded in 1987. What does it mean? I mean, it. I believe it's going to be destroyed again for their sins. Mm. And right now, they're in the process hopefully, are being wiped out. You got to have total surrender or you have to wipe them out. They have a philosophy and an oath and a charter from sea to sea. They do not want peace. They've been offered a two-state solution five times by the Israeli government. They are sworn to wipe out the Jews, the Israel nation, sworn then to take apart America. So ladies and gentlemen, we must understand when it's time to fight. And it's time. It's time. There can be no peace. God does the same thing when he returns. That's what hell is all about. This is a time of grace, mercy, grace, for us to receive him as Lord and Savior or there will be eternal separation. Because the Bible says if he doesn't finally separate, the innocent will become prey. As the world is getting more evil, more violent, and more destructive and coming against true Christians. So again, I have evangelist pastor Paulette Williams. She can take her liberty, speak as long as she wants. Paulette, God bless you. God bless you, Dr. Hansen. Well, I'm so glad to be with you all today, and I'm glad to be back. Amen. 
And I tell you, it is an awesome time in our lives. A difficult time, but a good time. And just like Dr. Hansen said, the alarm has got to be sounded. You've got to know that this is, this is where the rubber meets the road. Because the days are not getting better. They're getting more evil. Amen. And it brings us to our scripture, which is Ephesians. Go ahead and turn over there. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. And I wanted to bring this up because we need to be prepared. We need to be prepared because there's perilous times. There's different things going on like Hamas, wars, rumors of wars, so many different things that are actually going on that we need to be highly prepared so that we take our stance and we know what our position is and we go forward with that. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen. Whose might? Not, not mine. Not yours. In the power of his might. Finally, brethren, be strong. Be strong. That's why the alarm has got to be uh, sounded. Now, when you're talking about being strong, it is Jesus that has the unlimited power. Unlimited power. And those that are in Christ that belong to him have what? Unlimited power. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. And the power of his might. So strong is having power to move. You can move despite what the enemy means for bad. Despite what Satan means for bad. God's going to make it good. I've been hearing so long about them going to, they're going to crash that dollar. For years and years they've been saying it. Well, whose hand is holding that back? God. Because we're strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So no matter how much the threat is there, God will have his way. He is creator. And so many times people treat him like a piece of creation. No, he's creator. Amen. So he wasn't created. We were created. Amen. Satan wasn't created. Wasn't creator. He's created. So we don't worry about what's created. We just look to who the creator is. He said it's in the power of his might. An unlimited power. All power and authority has been given to him in heaven and in earth. And he said, go, therefore, go and make disciples. So we want to look at the word stand. Stand means to abide and to continue. Stationary, to establish against the vials of the devil. Stand still and stand your ground. Stand through grace and faith. My husband and I were messianic at one point. So we have a rabbi, Rabbi Daniel Vargas. And there's something that I really loved about him. In all of their teaching, there's nothing like being taught by a rabbi. When a rabbi teaches you, he teaches you from a perspective sometimes in places that Christianity doesn't teach you. But he teaches you, and first thing he says, this is a Jewish Bible. All of the writers are Jewish. And even the Savior is Jewish. <laughs> we just laugh. But I love this about him. 
he says, look how Christianity will teach you that the road is broad and wide. Oh, that's the world. They're just broad and wide. He said, no, it's not. It's us, the Christians. Because we can go broad and wide. But God didn't say go broad and wide. He said straight and narrow. And he said, the way we look at narrow is one foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. He said, which is not easy to do. It's like walking a tightrope. You may not make it there. So he said, he teach, he, the way he teaches, you know, and even to stand and having done all to stand and you stand by faith and you stand by grace. Amen. And he said, if you look at the word great, at the word faith, because Christians go by faith. He said, and it's not a bad thing. He said, but everywhere you see the word faith, put what we stand in as Jews, trust. He said, because with faith, like Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. He said, put the word trust there. Now trust is, is the, it's so funny how that went straight out my mind. <laughs> now, now trust is the things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. He said, this is the difference between faith and trust. He said in faith, Sometimes people will tell you, oh, go get more faith, sister. Go get more faith, brother. Oh, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Get more faith. You just need more faith to believe. He said, you know why Jews will use the word trust? Because trust is an absolute. Mm -hmm. You either absolutely trust God or you absolutely don't. So you put the word. He said, don't get rid of the word faith because it takes faith to please God. You don't get rid of that, that word. But you also realize you need the word trust because it's an absolute. So you either absolutely have that faith to move or you absolutely don't. And you've got to trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, you've got to trust him so he can direct your path. Amen. Amen. So now we're going to go ahead. We're going to go over to Ephesians 6. And we're going to look at verse 13 and 14. Now I'm going somewhere and I want you to come go with me. So it reads, wherefore, take up the whole armor of God. He's not telling you to, to pick and choose. He said the whole armor, the whole armor of God. That you may be able to stand, withstand in the evil day and having done all to, done all to stand. This is the evil day. This is sounding the alarm. Yes, yes. This is sounding the alarm. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might because the alarm has got to be sounded. He said in the evil day, this is evil day. This is perilous times. This is wars and rumors of wars. This is us seeing where Hamas and Hezbollah and Iran and Russia and China, uh, North Korea, they're not playing. They mean for our destruction That's right. because Israel is the little devil, but we're the big devil. <laughs> so let's not act like when those borders are open, Hamas didn't already come through. Right. Hezbollah didn't already come through. Whoever wanted to come through to set up the destruction of America and hit America like they think they hit Israel. But God, because God, because Israel has a God that fights for them. Even Rahab knew that. 
said, all the men are scared of you, of you Israelis, because they know God fights for you. Well, God fights for us. And we are, and I was so thankful when I came in, and we did the Pledge of Allegiance. One nation under God. Amen. Under God. Amen. That's how we view it, under God. Because it takes God that when, if God be for you, who can be against you? So you can plot and plan, but as long as the alarm is sounded, and the alarm is be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Now turn over to Zechariah 4.6. Zechariah, Old Testament, and we're going to 4.6. Zechariah 4.6. And it reads, Then he answered and spoke unto him, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. It's never by the might nor the power of man. It's always by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. Always by his power. All power and authority has been given unto Jesus. You be in Christ. Unlimited power. You do the things that bring you before God. Unlimited power, all power and authority. So he says that you have to know that it's not by the power and the might of man. It's only by the spirit. So if God be for you, who's against you? Second Corinthians 124. Second Corinthians. And we're going to 124. I love God. And I tell people all the time, I'm not going to hell. I don't care who wants to go, go. Hell was not made for me. It was not made for me. God already told me what was made for me. And I, the streets of gold, the pearly gates, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, you may be also. I'm only going to be where Jesus is at. Wherever he's at, that's where I am. So let's look at 2 Corinthians and we're going to 1, verse 24. My pages are stuck. 2 Corinthians 1, verse 24. But let's start over in verse 20. For all the promises of God are in him, and yea, and in him, amen, unto the glory of God by us. Now, he that establishes us with you in Christ, in Christ, in Christ, and has anointed us is God. Is God. The, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, who has also sealed us and given us the earnest of the spirit in our hearts. You're the temple of the living God. You're the temple of the Holy Ghost. Okay, moreover, I call God for a report upon my soul that to spare you, I come not as yet unto Corinthians, not for that we have dominion over your faith. It's not about anyone in leadership having dominion over your faith. But what does it read? But are helpers for your joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. 
helpers for your joy. You never allow Satan to steal your joy because you have others that are around you. And that's why I believe in Hebrews 10, 25, forsake not the assembly of yourselves together as in the manner of some, but exalt one another so much you so, so much so as you see the day approaching. We have got to come to the church. We've got to come and gather as one body, one Lord, one father, one spirit of us all. Why? Because that's where your joy, you're going to find your joy. That's where you're going to find your strength. And it says, for by faith ye stand. Building up your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost as it's found in the book of Job. I mean, Jude. Jude. <laughs> Excuse me. But it is to Christ, the most high God, that we stand. Having done all to stand, stand therefore. We don't drop our or drop our guard or lose our heart. We overcome the powers, principalities, the rules of darkness, dominions and my spiritual wickedness in high places, citadels of darkness, prince of the power of the air, prince of the region. All of it is a defeated foe and under our feet. And we've got to enforce that defeat. And it doesn't matter who the enemy that comes in against you. He said when Satan comes in like a flood, he'd raise a standard against him. You are part of that standard. The word of God is part of that standard. Your prayers is a part of that standard. Declare and decree a thing that shall be established. That's part of the standard. Because God doesn't perform my opinion and he doesn't perform yours. He performs his word. The angels won't perform your opinion or mine either. But they will perform his word. And he's not a man he should lie. He's not going to repent. Has he not said it? Will he not do it? He is the head of the body of Christ. Be strong in the Lord because he is the head of the body of Christ. Anything you're facing in your life, anything, and it doesn't matter if it's healing. It doesn't matter if it's a circumstance or a trial. It doesn't matter what it is. Be strong in the Lord. And the power of his might. He has unlimited power. And you be in Christ. Then he will be. If he's for you. Who's going to be against you? Who's going to change it for you? Who's greater? I have a nephew. And I'm always on him about uh, God. And believing. And you would think he's an atheist. And so every time. He lives now in Texas. And he came up. His sister was getting married. And, of course, we had our usual conversation. And he always says, Auntie, well, this is that and that is this. And I said, well, you're using logics to say I've never seen a God. You're using logics to uh, discredit this and discredit that. And he finally, in all our conversation, because there's so much Christianity in our family, in all our conversation, finally at the end, he said, don't think, Auntie, that I don't believe in the creator. I mean, just, just, I was so happy with all these years of having a conversation with him that I wasn't listening to him saying, I'm an atheist. I mean, I don't believe, I don't believe, I don't believe. But he said, don't act like I don't believe in a creator. Now, I listened to this man one time that 25 years he's debating another Christian theo theologian. And it took 25 years for this atheist, 
a well-known atheist to turn around and accept Jesus as Savior. And then he says this, and this I pass on to you. He said this, you never not talk to an atheist. So I have great joy talking to atheists. I love it. He said, you don't ever not talk to them because in order to be an atheist, they have to understand who God is. They have to understand every concept. They have to understand everything about God in order to reject and not believe in him. So don't think they don't know. They know. But you still work on their hearts. You plant, you water, and you still talk to them because eventually God will bring forth the increase. He'll do it. But you've got to do your part. And so in talking to my, my uh, nephew, I was so happy to hear <laughs> that he acknowledged there's a creator. I know there's a creator. He said, don't think, Auntie, I don't believe in the creator. I rejoiced because all the planning, all the watering was not a waste of time. And what that man said as 20, as all his life as an atheist, and then at the, in his old age, accepted Jesus as Savior. He was right. You don't ever not talk. You don't ever not make answer for what you believe. You don't ever stand before God when he sends you to somebody to bring the good news of the gospel and not spread the good news. Amen, church? Amen. Amen. Romans 5. Let's turn to Romans 5. We're going to look at verse 2. Romans chapter 5. God is a good God all the time. I would have lost heartless, I believe, but I do believe in the goodness of God in the land of the living. Romans 5, 2. And it reads, By whom also we have access by faith into the grace wherewith wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. How are you going to rejoice in the hope of the glory of God? You're going to have to stand, and it's by grace you will stand. It's by faith you will stand. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I don't have to rely on who I am. I rely on who he is. I don't have to figure out how to do this or how to do that. I just have to pray. And he told me when I was National Day of Prayer state coordinator for Hawaii and leading the state in Hawaii uh, and gathering people to pray the first Thursday of May. And he told me this. He said, I can't answer a prayer that was never prayed. But Jesus said the same thing. You have not because you ask not. But ask the Father in my name. But the Spirit, the Holy Spirit told me, I can't answer a prayer that was never prayed. Somebody's got to make the prayer. So your strength is in prayer. Your strength is in the word. Your strength is going before him and asking him. And I don't care how long it takes, but God always answers a prayer. I have never seen where God did not answer a prayer. He answers every time. And sometimes you just need to realize what your relationship with him is. 
Does he answer you through a sermon? Does he answer you through the word? Does he answer you with the small, still voice of the Holy Spirit? How does he answer you? And you look for him, always have an expectation that God's going to answer that prayer. Have an expectation that he's going to tell you because he would be wrong to keep you in the dark when he's the light. And you're to walk in the light as he's in the light. Be children of the light. He's always going to give you the answer to the prayer. He's always going to let you know what you don't know. And I'm like that. People say, oh, you can't just ask God, where are your keys? You can't ask God, oh, God, I lost this. I lost that. Oh, he doesn't do such frivolous, you know, mini, tiny, tiny little things. Yes, he does. Because I personally get very irritated with the fact that he's looking and he sees it. <laughs> and I'm like, God, you are looking at it. I can't find it. Example, my son, he's probably about, at that time, he's probably about four. And he was just a rambunctious little boy. And you're in a department store. We're in LA, in a department store. They're snatching kids left and right. My son is there, and all of a sudden, my son is not. We thank you for tuning in and listening to this message with evangelist pastor Paulette Williams, the guest of Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Tune in tomorrow as we continue with part two of Be Strong in the Lord and in the Power of His Might. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program. We need your donations in order to continue airing these Christ-centered prophetic programs. Send your checks or money orders to World Ministries International, Post Office Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. To donate securely by phone, call 360-629-5248. Visit our website to find other ways of giving and a wealth of information about World Ministries International and host Dr. Jonathan Hansen. The website is worldministries.org. There, you'll also have access to hundreds of previously aired radio programs, made-for-television videos, thousands of articles, Dr. Hansen's books, and travel itinerary. Again, the website is worldministries.org. The phone number is 360-629-5248. Tune in at this same time, Monday through Friday, on this radio station for the next exciting edition of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, the Lord is not slow about the promise of His return, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for everyone to come to the repentance that leads to eternal life.